boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, it's the O Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host, CW. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure to hit that bell on YouTube and subscribe to the podcast on any and all podcasting platforms. Also, tell a friend about the show. Let them know that you listen to 10 minutes of wrestling every day. Let's talk about the mind-blowing idea that WWE was just sold to the Endeavor Group for a lot, a lot of money. It was like valued at $9.1 billion, which is insane. I think the UFC in itself is worth $12 billion, and they are now effectively a partner to WWE. Uh, this is huge. This is crazy big. I, I remember thinking when all this, you know, nonsense was going down where they were firing everybody back in 2020 and, you know, they were, you know, stopping people from using Twitch and all those social media apps and they were just making all these weird money cutting decisions. Everyone said that Vince or, you know, Nick Khan was preparing for a sale of WWE, but nobody wanted to believe it. I, I myself included. Having been through uh, an acquisition, a company acquisition, those were all the telltale signs that, you know, something was going to be sold or whatever. I've been, I've seen this stuff happen before and I was in denial with WWE. Why? Because WWE has been for my entire life a family-owned multi-billion dollar corporation that was just sort of independent from everything. You know, it, it just stood on its own merit. WWE always, for for whatever, uh, forget all the, you know, the politics of the backstage stuff and forget Vince's insane personality and his just awful behavior. Forget all of this stuff. As a company, WWE has always been a family-owned, multi-billion dollar corporation owned by one crazy old dude and it just felt different than most other companies even amazon which was started by jeff bezos uh has become corporate it's very it's very corporate like it's 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 an institution now but there's there's a a level of like familiarity with wwe that i think fans would understand knowing that the dude who owns the company the billion dollar guy who runs the entire global corporation of wwe was literally at every single show granted he was terrorizing everybody with his poor decisions but he was there he was active he was in the, he was literally right behind that curtain every time raw would turn on and you would see someone walk through the curtain, they were walking past Vince. They were walking by the guy who owned the company, the old man. There's something endearing about that. Again, like I said, forget all the craziness that he actually did, and just think about how wild that is that a, a CEO of a company, the, the chairman, the big dog, was like high-fiving friggin' his employees every single show. That's madness. And now, WWE has entered a, a completely new realm as a corporation. 
They are now owned by someone who's not a McMahon. They will be run by Vince, obviously. He's he's going to be executive chairman, whatever this new corporation is that will house WWE and its subsidiaries. But it's not owned outright by Vince has a boss. Vince has a boss, y'all. How weird is that? Now, I'm sure in his mind he doesn't have a boss, but Vince has always been the be-all, end-all this is how it goes in this company. This is my company. You, you know, you say, I'll kill it if I have to. No one else is getting it. But now someone else has it. And it's weird. It's exciting for sure. It definitely puts WWE in a different light now. Um, a lot of things are going to happen before this deal is finalized that are going to inform what this company will be in 10 years right I think the UFC is in a decent I, I don't know if I would say decent look at what WWE could be not for the better I don't think UFC's run very well it does a lot of work and you know Dana White does what he does but he's another one that you know he's always kind of got his hands on it well I mean, he's the booker anyway so he's kind of the Vince McMahon of the UFC but he doesn't do a great job. <laughs> like, I mean, he does a good job. But, you know, fighters don't get the pay that they deserve. Uh, the pay-per-views, for the most part, are lacking sometimes. I mean, I stopped watching UFC, so I can't really comment on what their product is now. But when I was watching, I was very unfulfilled. And there was a level of WWE-ness that had crept into the UFC where... I enjoyed around 2010 in the UFC. I think that was the peak for me when records mattered. People had to work their way up to a title fight. You couldn't just call somebody out on social media and get a fight. Uh, Chael Sonnen's build to fight Anderson Silva is still one of the epic runs I think I've seen in the UFC. He had to fight his way to, to get to Anderson Silva. And then when he got there, he lost. Sort of like... Cody Rhodes and uh, Roman Reigns. Hey, sometimes you're, sometimes the, the guy you back is not going to win. Uh, but that's a whole other episode. But the UFC hasn't been that in a very long time. And I hope that that doesn't then sort of retroactively creep back into WWE somehow. But it's still wild that WWE now has a parent company that is going to be making decisions for the fans. Decisions like, will you have to pay for pay-per-views again? Are we going to be spending 70, upwards of 70 bucks to watch Backlash? And well, not this year, but um, you know, whatever, SummerSlam or day one of WrestleMania next year. Are we gonna have to pay for that again? Will they bring back the WWE Network? and charge us whatever $9.99 to, to watch the pay-per-views and get rid of Peacock. I would be all board, I would be all on board for that. That'd be fine. Will they create some new crazy combat app where you can watch all the old uncensored matches of WWE and UFC and all their, you know, uh, fighter camps and, and documentaries and all that stuff? I would love to watch that. I would live through nostalgia. I'd go back and watch all those old... Uh, ultimate fighters if they had that on one 
giant app? Of course. And then you can watch like the pay-per-views and, and the premium live events from WWE. That's a good idea. I'm glad I just thought of it. Um, who knows? Who knows what's going to happen? Who knows what they're going to do? Who knows how much influence Vince will have on this? And let's not forget the, the thing that could also happen. Right now, Endeavor has two more board seats than WWE people. So they have majority control over decisions for the company. There is a very, I wouldn't say strong, but there is a possibility. It exists in the world that Endeavor and its board members vote Vince out of the company. (laughs) And then there are no McMahons running WWE. Why do I say that? Because again, I've been through acquisitions in companies. The former boss doesn't make it through. That's not what the acquisition is about. They don't want the baggage from the last regime. They want to do whatever it is they want to do. And they don't really care what the old guy has to say about the new company. Granted, Vince is executive chairman of whatever this new corp is going to be that runs WWE. But again, he is outnumbered. (laughs) And uh, I don't know. They might not want the press of a Vincent Kennedy McMahon. Who knows? What do you think about WWE being owned by a whole other corporation and not run by a sole McMahon? Let me know in the comments. We'll keep talking about this crazy sale. Uh, Don't you forget. I'm your friend, but if I ever see you in the ring, I can beat you. Don't you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah.